I use Samsung Galaxy A10e. The Samsung Galaxy A10. That's like a 10 year old phone. How do you still use it in 2023? My uh, uncle got it for me. <laughs> uh, okay, I have a question. How long does it take to load like a page on your phone? Two I'm seconds. actually curious. Two seconds. Two seconds. Two seconds. Two seconds. No way. I'm gonna switch to I'm gonna switch to Android now, guys. I'm actually gonna switch to Android. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the HQ4K TechFlex podcast. I'm your host, Homaz Adab, and in episode three, we'll be talking with Micah, Tien, and Jay about uh, which type of uh, platform they like to use in their phone. So they rather use Apple or they rather use Android. So, today we're going to be interviewing uh, these three people and seeing uh, what they uh, think uh, is the preferred and, in their opinion, the best platform for smartphones. Hello, I am Tian. Um, I am an advocate for Apple. I'm Micah, and I am an advocate for In the Middle, so either or. I'm Jay. I like Android a lot more. Okay, so the first question I have for you guys is, uh, what phone do you guys use right now? Right now, I use iPhone 14 Plus. I use the iPhone 11. I use Samsung Galaxy A10e. The Samsung Galaxy A10. That's like a 10-year-old phone. How do you still use it in 2023? My uh, uncle got it for me. <laughs> uh... Okay, I have a question. How long does it take to load like a page on your phone? Two I'm seconds. actually curious. Two seconds. Two seconds. Two seconds. Two seconds. No way. <gasps> I'm gonna switch to I'm gonna switch to Android now, guys. I'm actually gonna switch to Android. Um. Anyways, so my second question for you guys will be that uh, why do you guys prefer the brand that you use? So, uh, Micah, you don't have to answer this one, but let's start with Tian. Alright. So I find. I like Apple products more, based yep. uh, based on like the display and stuff. It's very simple to use. Like like you okay. know where everything is, even if you never touched an Apple product before. You'll know where everything is just because of the design yep. of yep. it. Um, and of course there are more like complicated options you could choose in like settings and stuff. But just the layout and stuff of the home screen is really simple and easy, and it's also really quick to set up. Like, it takes me, like, less than five minutes. Okay. So, you like that about Apple. I mean, yeah, yeah. me too. Honestly, yeah, me too. Uh, Jay. Sorry. Um, I enjoy uh, Samsung in particular a lot more because it's what I've been given, and that's what I usually know a lot of. My mom has, like, an iPhone 14, so I don't really know how to use it because I only had this. So, I think it's a lot easier to do stuff on this rather than uh, iPhone because the Discord on my phone is a lot easier to use rather than iPhone because of experience. Okay, that's interesting. If I may speak, I I do think that uh, both are fairly uh, good in their own ways. They have their pros and cons. And... You know, when you grow up with something, it can be good. So some people don't really know what they're, you could say, missing. But I think 
yeah. both are pretty equally as good as the other. So what you're saying is that you either grow up as an Android person or as an Apple person, and that can definitely decide on what your parents buy. And usually parents like to give their old phone to, do, to kids because, of course, parents. But yeah, I need to chill. Uh, but uh, yes, that is definitely the case. But uh, one thing I do find weird is how Jay thinks that operating an Apple product is harder than operating a iPhone. Yeah, but it's how it, it's how you feel when you might see an Android and you're like, oh, where do I go? This weird home button. Why is it inside of the screen or or a bunch of different things? So when you grow up with something and you get used to it, I think that that you could like it more or easier to understand than an Apple. Because if imagine you're like really old and you've grown up with all these things and then you find this new thing and you're like, what is this? Like, what do I do? It's just like that for Android users and Apple users, because even though they're both cell phones, they're both completely different with the layout. So I think that they're both phones. Okay, so you don't think that tech is that important? I do think it is important, but there are so many different factors which you can't determine whether one is better than the other. A lot yeah, there's too many factors. Uh, one thing I, I do want to focus on is that uh, Apple usually tends to have the more minimalistic design, aka the more simple design. So even uh, when it comes to their like uh, home screen, you know, uh, on an Apple product, uh, you get this very simple home screen. You get you know icons, and then you get like this uh, swipe thing, and then you you swipe up and down and ooh. That. So um, I feel like I feel like operating an Apple product would be easier. Operating an Apple product would be easier. It's very easy to navigate. Like I had an iPad when I was like three, and I knew how to use it very like <laughs> to full extent. Exactly. So uh, I mean, I do find operating an Android a little bit more difficult, but uh, as a tech nerd, you can operate both pretty easily. At least in 2023. It's probably like seven or something, but you know, you get the point. Yeah. Yeah. And also when it comes to like iPads, people really do prefer the iPad. Like if you were to go to buy a tablet, who is buying an Android tablet? Like who is buying an Android tablet other than my grandma, but she's my grandma. Is, is Is that really because of like which is better or is it society because on like stop because if you're like 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 social media for example if you're on tiktok tiktok is much more like oh android users glitchy and you know camera sucks and then you're more like apple oh so great camera quality blah blah so is it really that we know the facts or is it that we know what other people are telling us well, there is definitely a bias factor in whether if you are going to choose Apple or Android. Uh, and that also comes to the fact that most Android uh, companies are in China or uh, out of the US. And US uh, keeps advertising, oh, buy the American phone because that's the American phone. Funny how the iPhone itself is made in China, not in the US. But they do try to advertise the iPhone more than they try to advertise, I don't know, Samsung. Uh, but uh, at the same time, a lot of these apps like, you know, Snapchat and TikTok, they try to 
put uh, limitations on Android users so they don't uh, use the same features. For example, on Snapchat, for example, uh, there's no dark mode for Android users. Uh, or on TikTok, there's also no dark mode. And the camera quality is like heavily downgraded on an Android compared to an iPhone. What's your opinion about that? I mean, like, is it is that a necessity that comes with the phone? I don't think having dark mode or anything is like, I don't think anyone's deciding factor for getting a certain phone is, oh, it doesn't have dark mode on this one specific app. Apple is a little, I mean, sorry, Android is a little behind on their, um, what do I say, like, app, because some filters you could get on Snapchat or TikTok, they don't come on Android. Well, Android is just behind in general, right? Like, Apple get, has, like, really freaking updates. Yeah. Stuff. Like, they have, like, huge software updates yearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so the, I want to comment on that. That's not true. Apple and Android both get yearly updates, and Android does actually get a lot of new features. But the thing with Android phones is they usually get something really huge and really exciting, and it sounds really great when you actually, like, they announce it. Oh, blah, 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 we got this new feature. Take a look at us. It's the new Samsung future. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, what I feel like is that uh, they're always buggy. So these new features that come out on Android phones are always like glitchy and they, they either don't work or they keep crashing your phone because they haven't been tested properly. These are just there for the sake of having an update because th like the reason they're glitchy is because I mean like they wouldn't look it over. They just need to have an update. Yeah. Uh, however, the fact that whether if Apple is behind is questionable because Apple does uh, do updates, but when they do it, they usually are about a year and a half behind Android when it comes to new features, but eventually an iPhone user will get the same feature. Like for example, you, uh, this year with the iPhone 14s, they announced that uh, you can have the iPhone 14 Pro actually. For example, this year the iPhone got the always on display, uh, and it's a feature that Samsung and uh, you know Android phones in general have had it for many years now. So the fact that Apple is finally getting it is weird, but uh, they did that a, a better way and it does use less battery. And that's the goal with an always on display is to lose uh, less battery. You even, you basically don't lose any battery when you're on always on display with uh, your iPhone, but uh, in Android phone, you do use uh, more battery. So, okay. So question number three for you guys will be that uh, if you do prefer a certain brand, are you loyal to them? Or your next phone, you think you're going to get the Apple phone or the Android phone? So, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm pretty loyal to Apple. I don't, I used to own an Android, hated it. It was like so buggy. That's probably because it was, I mean, it's probably just because of the cert, like the specific brand it was, not Android in particular, but it was. Do you remember was, what brand? Motorola. Oh, of course. Yeah, it was very buggy. It was like very laggy. Um, everything took forever to load. I did not enjoy it. Uh, I switched over to Apple. It was like way smoother and I liked it way more. And I used my phone way more um, than I did previously, which I mean, could be a good or bad thing. But I mean, I would, I, I use my iPad anyway. So like, yeah. All right. Uh, and, uh, what about, uh, Jay? Uh, I believe that I'm loyal to, to Android because 
it's to me it's really good and I believe that I'm going to stick with Android for the rest of my life. And um, I would consider getting an Android even though I don't have it right now. I've kind of switched between Android and Apple and I think that's why I'm so like, <laughs> okay. I think that's why I'm so like in the middle is because I've gone from Android tablet and then iPad and then Android phone and then iPhone 11. So I would consider getting an, uh, an Android. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of... So I, I do understand you guys. Uh, I think Tian uh, brought up a really good point of Android being buggy and slow, especially in Motorola. Who is using a Motorola in 20, what, 2023? They're like $200. I mean, it's not that <laughs> And me personally... $200 is a lot of money. $200 is a lot of money. I'm just saying compared to like $1,000 iPhones. I don't really yeah, blame yeah. Motorola users. <laughs> it might be surprising, but actually my first phone uh, was an Android. It was a Sony phone. Uh, and I mean, I... The only thing you could have played on it was Sub Subway Surfers, and it's not a very action-full game. Uh, but my second phone was an iPhone, and I've been on iPhone since then. Uh, anyways, I think that's been it for you guys' interview, uh, and I think we'll call a breakdown. Thank you, guys. Hello, and welcome back to the TechFlex podcast, the podcast in which we discuss the latest and greatest in the world of technology. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the Samsung S23 Ultra, which is one of the newest phones in the market. Let's dive in. The first thing that strikes with the Samsung S23 Ultra is its stunning design. The phone is sleek and stylish with a glass back that gives it a premium look and feel. The phone is also available in a range of colors, especially uh, the online colors, which are also available uh, if you order directly from Samsung.com. You have, you can choose the one that fits the best to your style. Moving on to the display, the Samsung S23 Ultra boosts a massive 6.8 inch display with a resolution of 3200 by 1440. The colors are bright and vivid and the screen is incredibly sharp, making it a joy to watch YouTube videos or play games on. You can watch HQ4K if you want to as well, or the TechFox podcast. It also has a refresh rate of 120 hertz, which means that scrolling through your social media feeds or browsing the, in the internet is incredibly smooth. One of the standout features of the Samsung S23 Ultra is its camera. It has quad camera with a 200 megapixel camera, which is probably one of the biggest in the class, and right now is the most megapixel you can get in a phone. However, whether if the 200 megapixel camera is actually doing anything to make a difference is definitely a question. But I will test it out in a future H24K video, which is coming very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. Definitely subscribe and turn on your notifications if you want to see that coming. A, two, a 12 megapixel ultra wide camera, a 10 megapixel a uh, periscope camera and a 10 megapixel telephoto camera are also complementing the main 200 megapixel camera. This means that you can take stunning photos and videos even in a low light condition. 
The phone has a 40 megapixel front facing camera, perfect for selfies or video calls. Now I do like to comment on that. Uh, in the uh, Sony 3 Ultra, they have actually changed it from the 40 megapixel camera for the selfie to a 12 megapixel camera, which is obviously much less uh, when it comes to quality. But at the same time, uh, it actually takes better pictures. And that's a lot thanks to AI, which enhances your lighting on the face. And overall, the selfies it can take are much better than before, even though the megapixel count is smaller, which means the files are actually smaller too, which is, I feel like, a win-win. Under the hood, the Samsung S23 Ultra is powered by the Snapdragon 8 Plus Gen 2, and uh, the chip is a little bit different than any other, you know, Snapdragon 8 Gen 2 because uh, it has uh, the label made for Galaxy. The difference is that uh, it basically boosts the performance specifically for this phone and it just makes it a lot more efficient, which means that you can achieve things like much better battery life than before. And now the S23 Ultra is actually one of the top phones in the battery life uh, comparison. And I will definitely uh, include it in the battery life uh, test that I do at the end of the year for my best phone of the year video. But yes, the new chip does enhance not only the performance, but also the efficiency of the device. And it can also come in either 12 or 16 gigabytes of RAM, depending on which model you choose. Another thing that's different with the new S23 Ultra is that it's the first S23 Ultra generation that comes without the Exynos chips. The Exynos chips were an old uh, design chip that was uh, designed only for the Asian and the European market, as I uh, think so. Uh, and uh, those chips were uh, heavily underpowered when compared to the Snapdragon chips that everywhere else in the world gets. So now every single S23 Ultra in the world is powered by the same chip, giving it the same quality. Because if you were using S23 Ultra in or S22 Ultra in India, for example, the speed will be much different than S22 Ultra in Canada because the chips are different. Anyways, this means the phone is incredibly fast and can handle even the most demanding apps and games with ease. It also comes with 256 or 512 of internal storage or one terabyte, so you can choose between the two. Also right now in Canada, they are doing a special offer where you can get the 512 gigabyte version for the same price as the 256 one, which basically gives you double the storage for absolutely no cost. But you do have to get it from samsung.com. Overall, the Samsung S23 Ultra is an impressive phone that offers top of the line features and performance from its stunning design to its incredible cameras and to its powerful processor. Whether if it is a good upgrade coming from the S22 Ultra is questionable. However, I feel like for someone who is coming from an Exynos power S22 Ultra, this would be a massive upgrade. However, if you're coming from an older Samsung or maybe from an iPhone, then yes, this phone is definitely recommended by me and it is an incredible phone. Anyways, that's been it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for watching TechFlex. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe if you did and uh, also like this video so uh, if you want to see more stuff like this. Anyways, thank you so much for watching and I'll see you on the next episode. Catch you there.